Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. One forty-five Afternoons with Staffy. It is the 22nd of June. Time to look some hockey in the FIH Pro League. So we, I only discovered today we've got a bit of a legend, the old legend on the staff here, a guy called Stephen Jennis. They call him Juice. Don't ask him why. We're just going to leave that alone. But 254 games for New Zealand. Mate, that's that's a lot of games. What, what When you averaged it out, how many games were you playing through your career? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was... Like a, oh, sorry, a year, should I say? Yeah, I think they're sort of averaging around 30, 35 games a year now. So it's quite a lot. And, and, and But it's, it's amateur completely, right? Completely, you, were, yeah. you were playing well, it. It was. And you were having to take time off work to do all that. So uh, it must have been a hell of a sacrifice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the guys um, were studying or working throughout as well. So I, mean, I know for like Olympic campaigns, we would, you know, train before work, train after work. So guys still had to make a living. Um, there's a little bit of... You know, you get your daily allowance while you're on tour, but there's no nothing. Can't live on pedems, mate. They're <laughs> not, they're not going to pay the bills. No. I got a text in here straight away on double eight double three. Are you going to make a comeback for the Olympic qualifier and the Olympics? Uh, apparently, you have the hardest hit New Zealand hockey, and we need to score goals because because we can't seem to score goals in the pro league. Yeah, I can still score goals, but I can't run. So. Oh, if I, if knees, I drop myself knees. 10, 15 kilos, I might be able to make a comeback. But at knees. the moment, it's off the cards. Do you miss it? I do miss it. Yeah, I actually do miss it. I'm obviously watching a little bit of the Pro League now. Still seeing some of my really good mates out there. I think probably what I miss, I don't miss the training and the playing element. I miss just the being on the tour with the lads and uh, that seemed, sort of element. It yeah. seems to be a common theme for athletes that you know give it up. They miss that. They sort of miss the routine a little bit, yeah, but they yeah. miss their mates, mates more than any. Yeah. But I think you have to make a decision when it's time to go. Was that an easy decision? Um, yeah, yeah. You sort of know, like if, when you're waking up each morning, you're really dreading going to training. <laughs> like you, you, you kind of do anyway when you're in it, but you know you're still motivated. You're still wanting to do it. So now you know when you're, you you can't be bothered doing it anymore. It's the right time to <laughs> to step away. Oh, damn it! I've got to grow up, get a real job. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. about this pro league set up about four years ago. Why was it set up? I think the whole idea was to sort of make turn hockey into that professional, you know, elevated sport like a lot of the other bigger games. So it was just to sort of lift the profile. See if we can get you know a professional league going where players are looked after their full time, um, able to compete and play the best teams in the world you know week in week out. It was driven by the Indian market though, right? Because the Indian market has a million different types of professional leagues. Volleyball, oh gosh, uh, you know they've, they've got they've they've got their IPL, they've got their Kabaddi, uh, they've got oh gosh, there's, there's volleyball and there's badminton as well. They, every if they can find a professional league to make a league professional, they'll do it, right? Yeah. Did it work as far as you were concerned? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think. Yeah, they hockey in India has always been, you know, a tradition thing and they've always been heavily involved in hockey. They've always been a, you know, a dominating nation in hockey as well. And I think there was some, you know, people that were involved in it um, around that time that, you know, and there was a big investment earlier on as well. I think like Star Sports, which was their big network yeah. company, putting like 250 million um, 
Yeah, whether that got filtered through the Pro League in the right ways, I'm not sure. Well, did, okay, did you see the money? No, did you see the money? Because no. <laughs> you just said it was supposed to be fully professional. Yeah. Did you guys see any money out of it as as a living wage? No, not personally. I think, yeah, there might have been ways where, it, you know, I could be wrong, but got filtered into the national organisations, but... Not as a player, I don't think there was anything going in our pocket. Well, I know for sure there was nothing going in my pocket. <laughs> well, well, so why did you guys play if there was the promise of all this money, but they, but it never happened? Yeah, I think it was a sort of, obviously it was a league where you could play against the best teams in the world week in, week out. So we were touring the world, um, you know, playing these teams. Um, so it was good hockey and it was a good competition and we were getting good crowds and things. Um, but yeah, like we were, I, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, like it was, we were traveling over the world to play one test match. No, it's going to, that's cost a lot of money. I mean, we went to Argentina for one game. We were there over there for 10 days to sort of climatize, and, you know, that's, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to go play one test. And who's footing back. the bill there, the national yeah, organization? But I I imagine, yeah, I imagine them, a bit of FIH, probably some of that funding. I don't know. Look, hockey has had its, feel like, I feel like it's had its golden years, but it seems to have just got lost in the last couple of years. Now, the men's team are down the bottom and the women's team are down the bottom of the pro leagues. They could both be ejected out of it. They're not good enough. What's going on as far as you see in this national game? Yeah, I think probably our, our youth programs are probably the, the biggest thing. I think, you know, when we lose our sort of our key or core players, you know, that next group haven't quite been able to, to step in. And I think, like, if you look at the European teams who have such great youth programs, you know, you take some of the key players, you know, key star players out those young guys can come in and do a job and, you know, because they're accustomed to playing that high-level hockey week in, week out. Whereas us, you know, like we have to sort of put our best team, you know, put our best team out there week in, week out to sort of compete. How do you, how, so how do you improve that? How do you, how do you, how do you make change here? Yeah, well, I think there's a couple, there's a couple of things. So we have, because we're not professional people, we have to go overseas. So you've got your best players in the country are offshore. So the guys that are here training in New Zealand – um, they don't get to train with the best. So they're training with, you know, their peers that are yeah, on a similar level yeah. and they're not actually getting that, you know, that real hard training, seeing, you know, who is the best and, you know, learning off them because they're offshore. So we don't have that. And then you look at, we're pretty isolated here in New Zealand, so we don't have those regular test mats. You know, where Belgium can just, you know, go for a little drive and play Germany midweek if they wanted to and go play France and Holland. So it's we don't have that competitive Test matches all the time. Does it make you sad to see this, the state of the game not where you would like it to be? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like it's it's, it's it can be hard to watch at times. But I know, like obviously, I've stepped away and quite a few of my mates and stuff have stepped away now. So you you kind of hope that you know that they'll get back to that really high level again. But it might it might take a few years and it might take a little bit of you know special coaching and things like that as well. But it is a little bit sad to watch a little bit now and to see them struggling away a little bit. Do you, do you think that the national body are doing anything about it to try and change what's going on? I mean, it's, you know, we've had our times and there's no reason why we can't have them again. No, I think, yeah, I think they've they've come up with some plans and, you know, they've moved away from sort of that centralised model. Everyone being in Auckland now and guys can go overseas and get contracts and guys can train, and train, train in Wellington, Christchurch, whatever it is. So there's plans in place to sort of have that, you know, bring that youth up, but... Yeah, in terms of, you know, making it a professional sport, that's what needs to happen. So in terms of, the, you know, there's a commercial element or trying to sell the game and trying to sell the, the teams and the sport. So if you don't have a good product, either, it's pretty hard to sell. So. It is a great product to watch. It's one of the better, yep. it's one of the better television products to watch. 92 goals. 
is that I'm told. Do you um, what, would you have liked to have made that ton? Was that when, like you walk away? <laughs> I going, actually think I think my official record is a little bit higher than that. But oh, what's your official I think, record? I think I'm on 99. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's actually, Where are you getting this data from? Actually, Steve? That, that, that's even worse. I so used like, to keep uh, a little booklet of my test matches and yeah, and goals, yeah the so right notes around what worked and what didn't work. Some of those test matches. Have you been media trained as well, Steve? No, I haven't. Well, uh-huh. you, well, you still, it's surprising because oh, you, you speak very well. Oh, mate, just because you work with them, don't blow smoke up his ass. <laughs> right? It's gee whiz. Uh, did you go for a run today? And why not? We actually skipped the. Um, well, the that's not going to get you back into the black sticks, is it? <laughs> no, it's not because Jeff says, why didn't you go for the run? It's a classic Auckland day out there. It's it's pouring down, it's a bit cold, and. You know, I'd rather eat my leftovers for lunch and enjoy oh, them in the nice, right. uh, warm office. Mate, the, the, the word soft is starting to come to mind <laughs> considering 254 games for the uh, Blacksticks. Hey, just quickly, uh, Jeff, who is Jeff? Jeff's obviously keen to talk to you. Uh, we've got running out of time, but quickly, how did you find playing for an Indian sports club? I, to be honest, I actually love it. It's a hell of a club. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been there three or four seasons now. I think they took me in. So you're still, still playing on the on the sly. I I play a coach at Auckland Indian Sports Club. Yeah, um, the people are great. I love the team. The club's awesome. So they've supported me from when I was in the Black Six as well, and they're still supporting me now that I'm retired. So. <laughs> Heck of a club. <laughs> okay, mate, you can go and retire and have the F left as a, a lovers for your lunch, man. I appreciate the time. Steve Jennis, 254 games for New Zealand. How good and, according to him, 99 goals. Oh, only 99. SENZ, it's Kiwi for sport. Call anytime, 0800 150 